In the lead-up to Christmas, it's all about the M. Rossiano Radio Show with Harley Broin. You'll be able to get up with your normal breakfast show when it returns January 2017. Let's get ready to catch up, all thanks to Prezi Digital Gift Cards. Now, Prezi lets you buy gift cards from major retailers. You can send them instantly or send them whenever you choose. Just buy any gift card today at digitalgiftcards.com.au and you could win a $250 gift card. LTPM 1601177. It's the radio show devoted to moments like this. Oh, good on you, Captain Planet. Yes, remember that? I got to watch that. Captain Planet, he's a hero. Gonna take the ship down to zero. Hosted by the woman who isn't afraid to admit to this. Thank you for indulging me. I know it's ridiculous. I made everyone I work with stand and watch me sing from a metre away. (laughs) (laughs) And the guy who isn't afraid to admit this. You know what my boy Leonard wants to call my not yet born? It's due in February. What? Sexy Alan. (laughs) Please welcome another summer brekkie edition of... Having us in your ears on what is day three of summer breakfast, the delightful Harley Breen still joins me. It is the morning and I'm here. <laughs> I didn't sleep very much. No, your Leonard had hives. He's got hives covered in it. <laughs> I wouldn't let him near me. I made him sleep in the chicken coop. Like, get away, you're diseased. Just popped on a hazmat suit, give him <laughs> yeah. a bedtime hug. Showered him down, <laughs> covered him in flour. Oh, is he all right now? Nah, he's fine. What yeah, caused it? Oh, who knows? Oh. He climbed a tree, he said. <laughs> I climbed a tree, Dad. I'm like, well, don't do that again. Amazing. Look, we have a big show coming up, a huge two hours. Harley Breen, you have an interview with the Peking Duck. Peking Duck. Great. Great guys. <laughs> the Good dish. Yes. <laughs> they do music. They do music out of Canberra. Oh, really? I mean, they do music out of all sorts of places. But Are that's they what... from... Oh, listen in. It's... Can't wait. Get all the info. I couldn't be there, unfortunately, because I didn't want to, but I'm looking forward <laughs> to hearing what you did with those guys. But up first, as always, M's Gem. I picked the first song. This is by a band named Five. Again, Harley, you'll have no idea who they are. I've heard of Five. It's a number that comes after no, four. They're a, <laughs> more importantly, they're a boy band that were around in the 90s. As discussed, if you don't know, Harley was in a religious cult for most of the 90s. That's not a joke. It's that not a joke. Legit. It was pretty funny, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those purity classes yeah. were a riot. Yeah. yeah. Did you like that? It's the I first can, time you've ever heard it. Listen, I'll, I'll be honest. Sometimes I'm joking after a song. I'm like, yeah, no, I don't know it. But I do because it's funny play along. Right? Yeah. I genuinely have never heard that song. <laughs> it's the first time that collection of sounds has <laughs> hit my head. Oh, it's the M. Rossiano radio show with... That man you're hearing now, Harley Breen. At this time of year, we get our lists. We get our end of year lists. We find out what's been the most popular, whatever. Who makes these lists? I don't care. The list doctor. I just, I believe them. Do you know how readily I'll believe a fact if it comes to me on a printed bit of paper? You love conspiracy theories. I am the queen of conspiracy. If someone comes up with something, prints it, you're into it. I'm into it. Prove to me the moon landing happened. It didn't. (laughs) Prove it to me right now. What if I type it out, print it out, and say it did happen? Then would you get on board? Maybe. If you put some stats next. To it. I'm a sucker for stats. Oh, there's statistics. It's true. Put a graph. Well, uh, Instagram, someone from Instagram decided to, you know, look at how they've gone this year. Yeah. And it's very interesting. Uh, some of the celebrities who joined Instagram for the first time. First time. This year. First timers. The Pope, Pope Francis. I was, I was at the Vatican. I was there 
about a month ago. Yeah. And the one day I had to go look at the Vatican and old mate turns up. Yeah. Couldn't get in. They no. shut it down. Rude. Yeah. There were people like, <laughs> it was like Beyonce was coming. The Pope rolled up yep. in his little Pope mobile and a little thing with the bulletproof yep. glass. There were women dressed in bridal gowns in the line. They're just going to get married very quickly with the Pope's blessing. There were babies. Are you serious? This wow. guy, I, I think he's a pretty big deal, man. Is he? He's the head of the Catholic Church. He's still going. Is that a thing? <laughs> and he just joined Instagram. What do you think? Do you think he's doing some selfies? Oh, I reckon he's a selfie. Just, yeah. yeah. Although I'd, I'd imagine there'd be some people that'd take the photo for him. Like, nah. I love the idea of the selfie just stick just hanging out of the paper boom. bill. Yeah, fantastic. <laughs> uh, Kanye, surprisingly enough, Kanye wasn't, only joined Instagram this year. Wasn't on Insta. He's not on it now. Oh. He's having a little nine no, eyes. Yeah. Rest. He's, He's having exhausted. a struggle, that guy. So tell, he is a struggle. Yeah. And James Corden, who I love, he joined too. You know the guy who does yes. the car, car karaoke? He's yes. just done one with Madonna. I'm very excited. And he says to her, did you pass Michael Jackson? And she says, oh, I'm not going to kiss and tell. And he goes, oh, so you kissed him. Ooh, we've gone. Darn. We're going everywhere right now. Um, <laughs> All the big stuff. Now this one. This is this is for current affairs radio show. Okay, here we go. The most used Instagram filter. Now, what's your go-to filter? I like a lo-fi or a hippy. No one uses hippy. Well, I do. You're a, uh, you're a crazy person. Yeah. Uh, Valencia, all the way. Valencia's all right. It's a beautiful, soft filter. Or I like hashtag no filter. Because uh, <laughs> <laughs> I just take good photos. I don't need filters. I do hashtag no filter after I've face-tuned it in five other uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Then I'll bring it. I didn't use the Instagram filter. I don't even know why I like it so much, but hashtag no filter cracks me up every time I read it. It's like, there's no filter. There's no filter. But my favourite list has come out. And again, this is the hard-hitting radio show for facts. And 13 1060, we love you to join in on the show. Ring at any time. Yeah. The most used emoji, the most oh. used emoji on Instagram in 2016. Now, what's your go-to emoji? I'm not a big emoji person. Oh, because man, I find, that you know, is so no, cool. No, I listen to Tom Waits. I listen to Triple R. <laughs> I hate commercial radio. <laughs> Please Whoa. keep paying me. Um, <laughs> no, I just, because I feel like it gets lost in translation a lot. And you, if you go from Apple to Android, the emojis change. Yeah. So I'll go, this is what I'm intending. And then yeah. someone else gets, it's like, why'd you do that? But what's um, your go-to okay, emoji? Okay, clapping help. hands. <laughs> I like clapping hands or the okay symbol. <laughs> Thirteen ten sixty. What's your go-to emoji, Australia? Mine. Yes. What do you like? <laughs> Mine is the eggplant. <laughs> That's okay. I think it's. I think it's probably early I enough went, that kids aren't in the car. I um, went, what is an eggplant emoji? I stand went into for? my most uh-huh. used emoji thing, and the order was legit: eggplant, unicorn, microphone, rainbow. Wow! <laughs> if I was an emoji, are you hosting something at the Mardi Gras? <laughs> yeah. Eggplant can sometimes be the symbol for a man's junk, and I yeah. do sometimes. like to just okay all the time. And sometimes when my mum sends me things like "What do you want for Christmas?" or anything, you just put an eggplant. My standard response is a penis. And your mum would think <laughs> she just wants an eggplant. Oh, mum just thinks I'm being hysterical. Just, yeah. want, just, want some, just want some vegetarian an lasagna. An aubergine. Yeah, amazing. <laughs> aubergine. Aubergine. Australia, what's your go-to emoji and why? I know. All the hard-hitting <laughs> phone take some time and think Woo! about it. Take a run-up to this one, and Australia. I'm, you'll have a reason. If you're not sure, you can go into your phone and check. Press the little world button and your most used will come up. 131060 Australia, what is your most used emoji? What is the one you always send, your favourite, your go-to? Because I have in front of me the most used emojis of 2016. And the number one, I realised I didn't actually tell everyone what it was. We were too busy talking about our own preferences. I'm going to have a guess. The number one emoji is a tip truck. (laughs) 
Is that a? Oh, That's a fun one. Yeah, you can give us tips. You know my favourite one. What? Sassy whale. Sassy whale. Do you know whales? I do like sassy whale. And he, you yeah, know, he's yeah. so camp. Sassy yeah. whale. Go look at the oh. whale emoji on your iPhone. He has got attitude oh. for days. Do you like the, the one <laughs> I like? Is a volcano. There's a volcano, and I put two volcanoes together, and then on either side of it, I put love hearts, and I send it to the love of my life. <laughs> they're like exploding mountains of love. <laughs> Romance is not dead. I don't care what anyone says. Well, the number one emoji that was most used by you all was the love heart. Boring. That is boring. Oh, Get an exploding mountain. On. Ben, it is so boring. I love love. <laughs> Come on, man. And then the second one was, you know, the, the smiley face with the two love heart eyes. Oh, really? Oh. And the third was the crying. <laughs> Your face then. And the third <laughs> one was the crying emoji. one, the guy, oh. the, the crying with laughter. Cheer up. Oh, the crying with laughter. <laughs> yeah. There's no emoji for a fetal position in the corner crying. That's no, one I would use no, a lot. I love, yeah. love that emoji. Yeah. yeah. Uh, thirteen ten sixty. What was your? What is the, your go-to emoji? What's the one you always send to people? Hello, Trent. Hey, uh, the poo face. Yes. <laughs> You're straight in there. But the why poo do you, face. What, what would call for a poo emoji? What doesn't call for a poo emoji? I thought I went out and bought the cushions and the blanket set and everything. I love it. Wait, there's poo emoji merch? Oh, yeah. There's Everywhere. shirts and shoes. You, you did not buy oh. a cushion. Certainly did. Oh I'm my bed right now. It's on your bed. Do you do, do, you, do you have lady friends in that bed? Do you, yeah. You bring I'm them in, home. I'm and go, I have it between her and me, and it's like here it is. Second time, <laughs> I love how passionate he is about that particular emoji. Too. Thanks, Trent. I enjoy that. Hello, Crystal. Hi. What's your go-to emoji? Burritos. Always the burrito. Oh, the burrito. Yeah. What? What, what so calls random. for a burrito emoji? The, have you not seen the burrito emoji? Yeah, but why would you send it? Oh, just because, like, what, do you need a reason? <laughs> <laughs> burrito, well, I guess if you need a burrito, you're right, you've you're got right. it. I mean, I guess, yeah, the yeah. burrito is universal. Yeah. Hey, what time are you picking me up? Burrito! burrito. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry I didn't come to the funeral. Burrito! <laughs> oh, hello, Sarah. Hi. What's your go-to emoji? The dancing cha-cha salsa girl. Oh, sassy. Yeah. Are you? A, do you fancy yourself as one of those? Yeah, I yeah. love dancing. I'm like a real go-go girl. I can so hear everyone's that. Everyone's dancing. Amazing. And yeah. you just send that to everyone, no matter what. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> Gonna be late. Cha-cha. Cha-cha. <laughs> Amazing. All right. I love how every single person who called through was that energy was. Yeah. They good were, on you guys. They were emoji people. <laughs> I don't know. It's exciting. We burrito! Yeah, burrito! If you want your Christmas gift to be a massive hit this year, give a Prezi digital gift card. So Prezi lets you buy e-gift cards from major retailers sent instantly or scheduled to send later, like on Christmas Day. Better yet, when you buy any gift card today at digitalgiftcards.com.au, you could win one of 10 $250 gift cards. That's like an awesome early Christmas gift. LTPM one six zero double one double seven. That song is about Crab a day walking. spent doing special adult cuddles. Oh. So, well done, Ariana. Glad Good my on, kids yeah. are singing your lyrics. Mm. Could be worse though. <laughs> <laughs> now coming up. Yes. You did a very special right interview. I did. with Picking Duck. Now, they are blowing up again They're at the moment. They're exploding all over the place. They're doing good things. They took their dogs to the Arias, which is my favourite fact about did. them. The film clip for their most recent new song, which I definitely know the name of. 
Someone tell me what. <laughs> is a, Which is why M wasn't in the. Is a film clip full of dogs. Is so it? I am D O W N to that. Sick. Dogs. Yeah. Stranger. Stranger. The great it. boys. Yeah. And you went and interviewed them. I couldn't yep. be there because yep. I'm. Didn't, I'm very busy. I live far yes. away. And I, but I did ask you to pass on my regards. Yep. So here is Harley Breen's interview with Picking Duck. M is off uh, shaving her feet. Um, <laughs> sexy something. <laughs> but I, I'm joined by uh, Canberra duo Adam Hyde and Ruben Styles yeah! that are better known as Peking Duck. Thanks for having us, man. Good morning. Good welcome. Awake. Uh, thanks for getting in this time of the day. Well, you know, it no just feels worries. good to be, you know, in the presence of you two lovely, lovely gentlemen. Oh, well, the, the feeling is mutual from me, at least. I'm sure Beautiful. Benny feels the same. Yeah, I'm, I'm getting very aroused over here. You moustache off. Yeah. Mine's real weak. I just got uh, weird blonde yeah, that hair. That is a strong stash. It is. It's a pretty. It's. It's. Uh, I refer to it as, a, as the Ian Turpy. Nice. Um, I nice, call it more yeah. Merv. Yeah, it's a bit of Merv. Merv. Mm. Thanks, God. A lot of face hair love going on. <laughs> Where's M when you need her? Doing she's her shaving face. her feet. Yeah. She's shaving her feet. In her book, she mentions that she's a hairy woman. Um, That's hot. I'm into hairy chicks. <laughs> yeah. If any hairy chicks are listening right I now. I knew you could read. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it. Don't believe the rumours. <laughs> uh, now, you guys are the hail from Canberra, born and bred. Straight yeah. up. CBR. Love, I love yeah. this. Um... Yeah. I'm sorry to interrupt your it's interview. It's going well, isn't it? <laughs> what the hell? I mean, I I'm, don't care if I'm interrupting a pre-recorded interview. You spent three minutes talking about my hairy feet. It's not new information. You offer the information up in your prize-winning book. <laughs> You're the worst. Yeah. Are there no more mentions of my hair? I'm pretty sure. Back to the interview. City. Yeah, I, same. I, I love it. I love Good. it too. Yeah. It's rare to meet a Canberrian that actually likes it. I, I say I like Canberra to Canberrians, and they're like, really? Yeah, yeah lots of people don't rep it for I'm good reason. I'm not you know, lie, I don't really blame. understand why you love it, but. <laughs> it's, an archi- <laughs> it's an architecturally designed city. You must city. be a sicko. <laughs> <laughs> no, they've, they've really planned it. It's, it's, uh, in a way, it is like the DC of Australia. Yeah. There's, it's quite well kept, and there's things which line up. Lots of bomb shelters under the ground. It is. Yeah. Yeah. And there's tunnels, supposedly. Yeah, apparently there's tunnels running through the whole city. Me and Ruben actually once went looking for it, but all we found was grapes. Uh, but some <laughs> some person claimed he was from ASIO and he was a spy. Oh, this is crazy, actually. We were in this pub, local <laughs> and pub. And he showed Dixon. us he had 40 different IDs with different what? names. Really? That's what, that's what happens in camera. You'd be drinking at a pub next minute, you're meeting some I, ASIO I, sicko. I reckon ASIO sacked him, and then he was like... <laughs> Oh, screw them. I'm going to tell yeah. everyone about the underground system. Yeah. <laughs> oh, only Australian spies could have that. I'll <laughs> <laughs> oh, show them. <laughs> it's so true. So true. They don't sit back and think of England like the English spies <laughs> and stay true to their country. But you don't just uh, hang out in Canberra. You guys uh, have been relentlessly touring um, internationally and Australia. Uh, yeah. You get around. Yeah, I, uh, I read that you did uh, quite an extensive regional tour. Of yeah. the country. Yeah, we, yeah. yeah, Mount Isa. Shout out Mount Isa. Shout out to uh, <laughs> Bundaberg. Hey, that is uh, funny that you reference that town. That is my hometown. Oh, You're kidding. Oh, um, sick. I was I was born in Kingaroy, Queensland, and uh, most of my upbringing was in Bundaberg. Sick. There you go. It you is... know who else is from Bundaberg? Tommy Trash. Never. No. Yeah, he's a trash <laughs> man. 
That was so good. It's pop culture, man. Yeah. Get yeah. with it. Lost on Breen. Uh, is, is he a garbage service provider? He's actually like he's, he's actually like the Andy Warhol of. I almost men. said the Andy Warhol of Australian. You guys dance. are so in sync. <laughs> Holy shit! <laughs> that is crazy. Adam and Ruben, thank you so much thank for your time. Thank you so thank much you. for having Massive us. Love. Oh, that yeah. was a, oh, what, it's like a bromance a in there, wasn't it? Yeah. Oh, God. Your boys hey words. <laughs> you go to Triple M, idiots. Go on. They're unashamedly male. Yeah. Get back. I'm happy to be in here. Good on you, mate. It's the M. Rossiano Radio Show with Harley Breen. People are complaining I'm saying the name of the show too much. Yeah, but it is the name of the show. Yeah, but I don't know what else to say. You say it at the top and then we have a chat and then we go to a song and then we do it again oh, and repeat for a couple hours and go, get over it. so long. I think maybe because it's so long. We need it's something right. like Zingo and Hardy, ah, Bing Bong and Poofface. <laughs> Zingo? Yeah, like I'm just trying to think of, you know, like zany radio Welcome name. into the fuzz. Here I'm we a bit, go. Maybe I'm a bit ethnic. I think my name's a bit ethnic for everyone. Luciano. Are we on SBS? What's going on? It's not that bad. (laughs) Now, uh, we had a little conversation with Christian, the social media queen at this station yesterday. And we were talking about, I guess, my kids in general. And then it came up. He said, oh, no, no, you know what we're talking about? The Woolworth situation. That's the Woolworth situation where, where yeah. take responsibility for your children. Yeah, a kid was smashing stuff. The mum yep. got yelled at by Woolworth yep. staff, and you and I were like, dude. And then Christian, our social media queen, came in and said, no, my parents chose to have me. It yep. was your their choice to give yep. birth to me. Yep. So therefore, they are responsible for me. For- that is correct. That is, yes, <laughs> correct. Thank you for stating that. They are, they are not responsible. You are 29, 29 years old. 29, Christian. They chose to have a child. Yes. That child is a life burden. And you know what? That, <laughs> you know what? They, they chose to have a child and raise it into an adult so it would leave. Didn't they do a pretty bad job of that? <laughs> Christian, what? Okay, we need to stop. So, look, I'm, we want to throw it out there on 131060. At what point do you think parents should let go of their children and allow them to develop their own survival skills? Oh, Eleven. Five. <laughs> Sixty. Sixty? Wow. Yeah, until their death. Oh, my God. <laughs> but what happens to you when, okay, let's do this. Let's get your dad on right now. We have John. Hello, John. Is he there? Oh, here we are. Hi, John. Hi. How are you this morning? Oh, da- oh God, you've got the same voice, except yours is obviously manlier. No, uh, possibly. (laughs) Now, John, Christian, your son, is 29 years of age, and am I right in saying you still pay all his bills for him? Well, not not anymore, no. But but (laughs) I I just like to keep a little bit of an eye out on him because, you know, as he says, he's still my responsibility until I depart this mortal earth. So just just to let you know, I've given my dad access to my bank account. He checks it. He makes sure I'm okay. Um, So I can do whatever I want and then he'll just check in and, and, you know... Make sure everything's fine, which he should. He again, he has chosen to have me, and I am his responsibility. Do you enjoy doing this, John? Is this something that you like as a bonding experience with your son? Well, uh, back in the old days, they used to refer to me as the dad bank. So you know, I, I, it's sort of like a tradition where you know I sort of supply some of the finance when it's no. needed and 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 keep an eye no. out. No, John, <laughs> no. 
John. Okay, a bit of shushy M. Okay, turn Christian's mic off, first of all. John, I hereby absolve you from ever having to financially assist your 29-year-old son who works full-time at a radio station. Uh, and you know what the pay is like here. Can you please not cut off my financial... And, and let's not go ever, by the way. Um, I'm 36 and uh, mum and dad chip in every other. Oh. <laughs> John, do you, uh, do you like sometimes resent having to do this? Don't you just want to maybe go on a bit of a cruise or, or, or splash out on a car for yourself? Well, I I can do that as well. I mean, the the, the burden, the financial burden from from my children has has, has, has pretty much ceased. It's more a, more an oversight role I'm playing now, just to make sure everything's everything's okay. And do you, are you of the belief that you choose to have children so you're financially responsible for them until you fall off the perch? Well, that, that, that's a big ask. I'm, I'm not sure that I'd, 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 I'd choose to be that way, but sometimes that's just the way it has to be. John sometimes it's thrust upon Christian, you. Christian, your father is exhausted from monitoring your it's finances. Tired. I just want to say, Dad, I love you very much. You're a great father. Thank you. <laughs> Please carry on with the financial You assistance. do sound like a great father, John. John. I think it's wonderful. You sound wonderful, but it's time. Cut that blood sucker off. Do it. <laughs> Thank you, John. You're a legend. 131060, do you agree with social media queen Christian that parents are responsible for their children until the day they die, which I think is ridiculous? Absolutely. Like, no. I'm going to go 18. Yeah, I think that's a good age. I'm happy to give money to help out with a home loan or, or, you know, every now and then, but he's Mum and dad have bailed me out of trouble. Jail. <laughs> Trouble. Um, so there's been moments where I'm like, oh, in, yeah, in this sure. industry, you know, you, you have big years, you yeah. have low years, yeah. and it's like, hey, sure. I'm a bit stuffed. They're going to kick me out of the house. Yeah. Um, We're going through your bank statements. Definitely not. No. I wouldn't want them to see. Hang. <laughs> They're like, wait a minute, you earn more than me. I'm not giving you a loan ever again. All right, let's take calls from Australia on thirteen ten sixty. When should parents cut their children off financially? Yes. Our at social media. Yeah, our social media queen at 29 still allows his father to go through his bank statements, pay bills and control his finances in general. Yeah. And when we feel that's... And, and Christian's attitude... It's excessive. Yeah, and Christian's attitude is, you chose to give birth to me, Dad, so you are yeah. responsible... I mean, if if you're 29... Yes, that is true. Thank yeah. you. Let's move on. If you have learning difficulties like Christian, I understand. He doesn't have If you learning. struggle with numbers... He does. No, spelling, it's spelling he struggles with. Okay, can we just stop listing my problems and get to the topic? <laughs> so we're taking your call. Zoe, hello. Hi. What do you reckon? What age? Um. Well, just until we die or they die. <laughs> <laughs> How old are you, no, Zoe? I'm 24. 24, and are you still living at home? No, I live out. I live with my brother, um, but like same thing. So he's 26, and if he can't afford to pay his rent, he'll call mum. Mum will cover it for the week. Um, well, that's wow. nice and mum. She's a good mum. Oh, I love that. Until <laughs> I die or they die. <laughs> There's going to be death involved in this. <laughs> Hello, Mark. How are you doing there? Good. When are we cutting kids off? Uh, I think I think age eighteen. Yeah, I yeah. agree. 
Yeah, okay. good on you, Mark. You know what? Your job you as a parent... You sound like a responsible human. But your job as a parent is to teach your children to be able to cope in the world without you because you're not going to live forever. Yes. And so I think you're doing, doing your kids a disservice if you're not teaching them how to be independent of you. Yeah. It's the slow emancipation of your child from about the age of 13. You're yep. teaching them to cope in the wilderness. Well, that's why my six-year-old's already making his own dinner, walking oh, to school. Oh, Dad's paying the mortgage for me. <laughs> she's, she's bouncing the checkbook. Get out there. Maybe. Well, he's already figured out business models that he can make some money. He's doing the extension on the back yeah. of your house. Well, he was like, you know what we can do, Dad, we can just sell eggs and then we can buy a house. I'm like, yeah, well, the chickens stopped lying, didn't they? <laughs> Bloody chickens. The chickens have made it into every show yeah. this week. Hello, Mike. I can't access it because someone out there is speaking to me. Oh, oh. somebody, someone else. You guys, is you've got it's one Christian. job. Hi, Mike. <laughs> Hi, Mike. Hi, how are you? Good. When are we cutting people off? Um, well, I thought actually, uh, is John adopting or... <laughs> is John adopting? Do you want to join? You want to join the whole family? Christian already has seventeen brothers. I don't think he needs another one. Sorry, spots filled. <laughs> There's no more money, Mike. All the money's gone. The Hull brothers have bled John dry. <laughs> I would just like to point out that we had a lot of calls we didn't get to, and they all agreed with me. And and Zoe earlier on, it's till death. It's a parent's responsibility to look after their children until their child dies or they die. Oh my God! It's so so not. <laughs> Thank you for your calls, everyone. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then that was when the Black Eyed Peas were good. Yes. Before they discovered computers. Oh, apparently this is contentious with my team. What? What? Why What's is Christian look what Black Eyed Peas? There he is. No, they're still good. No, they're not. They yes, put they lasers and crap and in their music. Press now. on with the topic. Twitter <laughs> poll going up right now. It's the <laughs> It's the M Rossiano radio show with that guy, Harley Breen. 131060, we at this time of year, all of us have to endure going to watch the small children in our lives end of year productions, mm. school concerts. And act like we care. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah, mate, I'm watching. Yeah, mate, I'm watching. You know what else? I don't care about other people's kids. No. At I don't all. care about your kid. I struggle to care about mine. Correct. And it's like, <laughs> if I could just be given the time, the 30 seconds where my yeah. child shines, so yeah. I can just pop in and watch yes. them and just. It's our home. Yeah. That would be amazing. Yeah. But the thing is, that's not going to happen. So and for the kids that are listening to this as they're driving along, um, your mum and dad care about you. No, they don't. Listen, kids, <laughs> it's time you had some real talk from Arnie M. All right? Your productions, your school, they're crap. And you need to demand yeah. more as children at the Do primary schools. I want kids of Australia to demand more. This is yes. what needs to happen, Harley Breen. Okay, All right? right on me. We're doing a think tank. Yep. 13, 10, 60, how can schools improve the end of year concerts? Yep. My kids go to a very creative performing arts school. It's amazing. That doesn't surprise me. I know. What a shock. <laughs> and we went to their production. Is their uniform just glitter? Pretty much. <laughs> like the Veronica's, just yeah. nude, rolled in glitter. Uh, we went to their end of year production the other night, and yep. I'm telling you, they have the right idea. And here's my first suggestion for every other school. You have to audition. <laughs> <laughs> to be a part of the performance aspects. You have to audition. I think you should. I think so. That means we only get yeah. the good kids. Yeah. That's, and and the, that is life. Yes, that yeah. is life. You and know, it's more entertaining to watch someone who can pelvic thrust to the beat. And some kids are just going to have to pack the chairs up at the end of the Correct. <laughs> and so what happened was we're sitting there watching Odie's class dance to Black Eyed Peas, ironically. And um, there was only 10 kids on stage. Of yes. course, my child was one of them. Yeah. And then my husband, Scott's like, where are the rest of the kids? And I point in the middle of the room. They're all mashed up in the dark, <laughs> moshing. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> so the kids who made the cut were on stage and bloody great. Yeah. And then the kids who have no rhythm were just put in the dark in the corner and told to jump up let, and down. Let me just say this though, Em. If your kid wasn't one of the ten Too on stage. Too bad. Work harder. Really? You yeah. wouldn't get all show mum on it? Nah. Good on you. If, if, then I support your opinion. If your kid's in the corner dancing yeah. in the dark, get that kid into some lessons. Take some pride. Yep. So but do you have a suggestion for concerts? Oh, just short. <laughs> like, just snappy, real short. Like, you know, yeah. like our attention spans now. Just yeah. like little infomercial well, concerts. That's the thing. They, they tend to give out awards to every single no person. Awards. I want a three-minute montage set yep. to John Farnham's Playing to Win and just played on the, the screen, yep. just in and out. Yeah, everyone. That was nice. Yep. Yeah, just montages. Just running. Just give one award. Yep. Just give one award to the yep. best kid in the school. Make it like the Hunger Games. Make yes. it like everyone wants to be hey, that's that a person. Good idea. The Hunger Games. Yeah, just lock the doors Correct. and just let them go at it. One and the prize. last kid standing gets, gets the prize. Right. Correct. All right, that's it. All right, we're going to take a call now. Hello, Janice. Hello, how are you doing? How can we improve end-of-year concerts? I have got the ultimate, oh, my kids' school has got the ultimate idea. Yes. They create DVDs that each class in the school does a five-minute movie yeah. and they cut it all together and they hand it over at the end of the year. You don't even need to go to the concert. Oh, my oh Janice, my that is award-winning. We and need then a you montage. never watch it. Never. Yes. <laughs> that is great. Oh, never, you ever. watch at least the kids' class. Yeah. At least. Who owns a DVD but, player? Do they, have chapter marks? <laughs> do they have chapter marks so you can just skip to your chapter? <laughs> <laughs> no, I want them to go further. I just want a three-minute email sent of my kid doing well. Terrific. I'm not going to read that. I'm done. Oh, I'll or watch, watch that. It. It's fine. I'll watch three minutes of my kid being good. Yeah. For sure. All right. This is what we want. Think tank, think tank, 131060. Suggest ways schools and dancing academies and gym and all those places where you're forced yep. to clap other people's children. How can it be better? Call now. We'll see you soon. I just realized, look at these massive sweat patches. They are pretty big. Because I had a coffee and now I'm all sweaty. Got look at that. On. It's disgusting. The shirt. It's the shirt. It's showing. Oh, my up God. More. You I'm guys, sweat. look at my sweat patches. I did notice before. I didn't want to say anything. Why didn't you say Why something? Why didn't you say something? <laughs> I didn't want to upset you, Em. Well, that's easily done. Let's be honest. Is Christian filming that sweatpants? I need to. Oh, oh no. He films he's, everything. He's close up on it, too. You know, I can't. I'm a sweaty wog. I can't wear grey. I thought no, I was safe I with grey, pink. I was going to wear a grey oh, shirt. Grey is, forget it. Christian films everything. Damn it. So I'm white or dark colours. You perform <laughs> under TV lights in here, too, now. Yeah. It is hot. Sweat patches have plagued me since high school. Yeah, me too. You know, Do you know, you know you can get Botox in your armpits and it stops it? I'm doing what? it. Yeah, I don't but think it's that's right. You've got to come out somewhere. Get, all of a sudden, you'll have a sweaty crotch. Yeah. <laughs> I have that anyway. <laughs> Butt crotch. Um, if you head to Facebook, I'm uploading a video oh, very no. soon of your sweaty armpits. <laughs> <laughs> I'm such an oh, I'm such a. Ugh. So I am Italian. This is it is hot in here. I know, it but I've got hot. big dirty sweat patches now. I'm just going to sit in my bra. We're talking about how <laughs> we're all about to endure the end of year concerts. My kids have already finished school. Disgustingly enough. Some kids are going to school till Christmas Day, yeah, which yeah, I encourage. There's an advertisement <laughs> for public schooling right there. I know. You, your kids My are kids private, go to private and school. they're out. Mine's at public and he's there until New Year's Day. I should point out one of them's on a scholarship. <laughs> one of them's on a scholarship. I'm not paying fees. Uh, but we did ask. We wanted to do a think tank on how Australia feels the end of year school concerts could be improved. Just when we'll send our list to all the schools. Hello, Joey. G'day. What do you G'day, reckon, mate. darling? Well... They, they need to stop getting the kid that sounds like a dead rat to sing at the very start. <laughs> right. Uh, Got it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they, they, it just annoys me ears 
Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, it's like listening to the new Black Eyed Peas. That's what it's like. <laughs> yes, good call that. I love that. That's great listening. It's true. It's true. Like this, this goes back to auditions. Yes. Only the kid who can yeah. sing gets to sing. And it's like, I'll let them all have a no. go. No. Don't let them all have no, a go. No, that's not life. No, what they're going to have a go at? Maths and science and English and figuring that out. This Earn is the spot. end of year concert. Yeah, exactly. Get the good ones on. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Jade. How can we improve end-of-year school concerts? We've already done it. I'm a teacher. We just had our concert. Yeah. Every class does their own item, but yeah. it's all in the program when they come on. So if you don't want to be there for the whole thing, you don't have to be. Jade. Oh, that's oh, me. Ten points. That um, is great. I love that, Jade. That is fantastic. <laughs> you can be out in the bar. It's very and then... good. And there's no singing. It's just dancing. And if the teachers want to put the hopeless ones at the back, they can do that. Oh, yes. good teachers. Perfect. <laughs> yeah. uh, did you like it? My kids' school, the kids didn't make the stage. Yeah. Can you make the stage yeah, if they don't crap? Even get to walk on it. Bye bye. Yeah, <laughs> go and jump in the dark and learn some rhythm. Hello, Are we up to Gemma. Kayla. Kayla. Hi, Kayla. Hi, Em. How are you going? Good, my darling. How are we improving school concerts, please? Well, um, these ideas are all great, but you've all got it wrong. I've got the solution. Oh, I what love is this. The solution is wine. Who oh. <laughs> yeah. cares how long the performance is going for or who's on? You won't even recognise your kids. I agree. You know what's good about this? We get a sponsorship by Thirsty Camel. I yes. love that idea. Yeah. Let, get, let them sponsor the concert. Yeah. The kids can come out dressed as... I oh, know that's not Just right. some of the concerts I've been to, whiskey would be needed. Look, not I'm not going to... I'm not going to... I take a hip flask. I took a hip flask the other night. <laughs> is that wrong? Yeah. Why? Why Why is it not okay to tape a hip flask to a school concert? No, I don't have a problem with it. Does Australia have a problem with it? I did just do... Can't share a hip uh, flask. It's I can so. Oh. Scott and I sat in the corner. Oh, well, you don't share it. Why? Well, it's only a mouthful, isn't it? Not my hip flask. <laughs> when I say hip flask, I mean cask. <laughs> a backpack. <laughs> Pretty much. One of those ones with the, ch- the, the straw that yeah, comes out of it. Pack, just sitting... <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I'm, I'm going to... Yeah, no, it's great, buddy. You're doing a great job. Ah! Sing you the voice. I love you. <laughs> Hello, Gemma. Hi. If you, oh, God. Um, what are you, you're not calling about school concerts, are you? No, it's a suggestion for you. You did say you're a sweaty wog. I'm a sweaty wog. Yes. Um, there's a roll-on that you can buy from the pharmacy. It's called Dry Claw, and you just roll it on, uh, on your armpits uh, yeah. at night, and it just, it fixes the sweaty problem. You can wear grey, you can wear pink, you can wear whatever what? you like. I have used it. Um, does it I know work? what you're talking about, Gemma. Uh, it does, but then it's... it's Do you get real, a weird smell? It, uh, it has a weird smell. We can put other smells over the top of it. Once again, then you start... Like, I started getting really sweaty feet. <laughs> you know, like, it's, it's your natural body thing to do. It yeah. sweats, yeah. let it out. Why are my elbows dripping? You know, this is the yeah. whole thing of everyone has to look perfect all the time. I know, but I just feel like sweat patches for me, if I could ever wear grey again, that would be an emotional day. That would be a bit mush. Oh, yeah, I do like grey. It looks like, good on our complexion. Yeah, no, it does. Co- we've just got. Oh, now we're completion. a couple. <laughs> so together. <laughs> I'm going to go and put my top under the hand dryer in the dunnies. See you soon. Sweaty pit update. Yeah. <laughs> Max, uh, one of my producers and also yep. one of my BFFs. Yeah. Also a super organised gay man. Yep. Had a spare top for me. Oh, of course. Mm. What a great guy. He's such a good guy. So now my pits are running free. Mm. Thank God. There's no pits in that shirt. <laughs> no, it's cut out. It's just, <laughs> the, the, they've cut the pits singlet. out. Yeah, it's a singlet. So you just get that nice drip that just drips down your I'm side. okay with that. I yeah. can take a drip. Yeah. I can just, you know when it, you drip, you just quickly put your wings in and soak it up. <laughs> and then when your elbows start going, you know it's a bad day. Mm. Uh, Morning, Australia. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Everyone sweats. Yeah, That's okay. Do. It's a thing. It's fine. That's the back of and your knees. You've got to. <laughs>
<laughs> Ooh, yeah, sweaty knees. <laughs> wow, so much of this show has been dedicated to my bodily functions. Um, this, speaking uh, of. Yeah, speaking of. I <laughs> I recently did a podcast with uh, Mia Friedman, yep. of course, the founder of the Mamma Mia, the hugely popular Mamma Mia website. It's called No Filter, and you can look it up. Hashtag No Filter. You love that. Mm. And uh, look, I'm an advocate and I am an Im- a proud ambassador for Beyond Blue. And when I gave birth to my second child, Odette, seven months after the fact, I was diagnosed with postnatal depression. And for me, it came as a really unexpected diagnosis. But when I went in and talked about my symptoms with my doctor, and at the time I was doing breakfast radio in Perth, so I just thought I was just being really cranky and unreasonable. Well, well let's be honest, that's my sure. default setting. Sure. And I was really tired. So my husband's like, just go in and um, maybe get a shot of iron. Definitely. That's all I yeah, needed. Just, just some iron. iron. That'll pet me up. Yeah. And I, and I talked about how I couldn't find any joy, how I wasn't sleeping. I didn't feel like I wasn't connecting with my baby as, as I felt I should be. And I described all these symptoms to my GP and she said, well, you've, you've got postnatal depression. And in my mind, how was at the time, I was like, no, no, that's the thing. You've got to go and get diagnosed and have tests yeah. and people will judge you. And, but I guess doing this, this podcast, it's kind of been picked up by a bit of the, by the press and, and a lot of people have been commenting that they still feel like not enough women are talking about postnatal depression. And so it kind of gave me a bit of the kick in, in the bum. I, I have a national radio show happening at the moment. I have a microphone. I have a platform. And I just wanted to take this opportunity to say to any woman out there who maybe feels something isn't quite right with your newborn or, or even with me, she was seven months old, just go to your doctor. Yeah. It's that easy. There's no shame. No. It, it's it's a relief, but it's so simple just to go, and and it doesn't make you a bad mother, and the overwhelming feeling is guilt. You're like, why do I feel this way? I've got a beautiful child. I'm ungrateful. Why am I feeling, like, angry toward this kid every time it cries? Why do I not want to help it? That doesn't make you a bad mother. It just makes you human and means you need a little bit of help. It's an epic life event. Mm. And so there's there's a lot of expectation, mm. and then you've got to measure your your expectation to that experience. Yeah, it makes complete sense. Yeah, that and it's going to throw it, you around. And you see other mothers with their kids, and you're not doing the same things. And yep. so, look, if you're listening now, and and also to the men out there, if if you're noticing your partner that something's not quite right, to the dads, to the brothers. You play a big role in helping the woman in your life, whoever she is that you love, reassuring her and and also maybe she's so down and out that she's not seeing that she has these symptoms. You can help her and take her along to the GP. And also Beyond Blue have an amazing, amazing chat line and you can call them. It's 1300 224636. We'll make sure we get it up online and also beyondblue.org.au. But it really, just book him with your, your GP. Yeah, and I would, I would say this too to the men. You uh, need to be your partner's support yeah. uh, and your first port, uh, her first port of support. Um, so you need your support. And this is what I've said since mm. I went through it uh, six years ago, becoming a father, that I think it's really important for men mm. to get their men around them. Yeah. Um, and to make that clear, it's you, you need to be the supporter of your partner. And mm. so the people that can help you is great men mm. that have been through it, know mm. how to listen, because you're going to need to dump on somebody. Yeah. Absolutely. And you might feel a bit sad yes. and depressed, and so don't let that go. It's true. Untalked about. So please, please speak up. That is the first thing, and it's the most powerful thing you can do. It doesn't make you a bad person or a bad mother. It makes you a really good mother because you want to be the best you can be for your baby. I love a bunch of twenty-year-old bendy hot chicks telling me how to get over my sixteen-year relationship falling apart. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they know life. 
<laughs> yeah, Tell me more. They're really shouting out to their exes. Educate me. Yeah, your heart must be really <laughs> Shout broken. Shout out to my exes. Yeah. Just stop talking to your exes. That's why they're ex. Idiot. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Good morning, Australia. Seven wheels fell off. It's the M. Did you hear the bitterness just coming <laughs> towards little? What are they? Little minks. Little minks. Don't care. Good it's on the M. Rossiano Radio <laughs> Show. Harley <laughs> Breen. We're going to get 11 million emails from our bosses this morning. Yes. Uh, right now, it's time for this. Oh, yeah, I need that thing. Benny. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. It's okay. I, bl- I blame me. Oh, it's fine. Who are you? <clears throat> Who is Holly Breen? I really want to know. Who are you? Who is Holly Breen? He's an onion wrapped in prosciutto, wrapped in an enigma. Oh. No one knows who he is. Good platter food. Uh, <laughs> he does love platters. We can talk we'll about platters it. tomorrow. We're going to go yeah. through all the different yeah. platters that I love yeah. and what should be on it. We feel it's important you understand. I mean, the, the general feeling was everyone knows who M. Rossiano is because she was on Australian Idol 12 years ago and came ninth, got called Pauline Hanson, whatever. She's let it go. Uh, we need to know more about this stand-up comic named Harley Breen. So. I've been on no reality TV. Good. That works for you. There is a tweet that's just come through saying, you breakfast. Radio show is great. M. Rossiano and the other guy. <laughs> it's funny. I'm happy with that. You know what? The, the bank will still take that check. I, I am petitioning to have this show changed to M. Rossiano and that guy. Yeah. I think yeah. it's amazing. I'm fine. Oh, good. Now, the thing about Harley Breen. So, we're, so far this week, we've found out that you were in a religious cult until 1994. No, no, no. No, until 2002. Oh yeah, yeah, right up Into until the naughty. Nineteen ninety nine was when I stopped going regularly. Yeah, okay. And then two thousand two, part time cult I member, walked away, got out altogether. <laughs> Terrific. So that's why when any nineties references or music applied, Harley just looks at me blankly. Yeah. Uh, yesterday we talked about how you did sex education. Yes, you're amazing. About consent and free agreements, yeah. specifically. Now today we're going to discuss. You have an impressive collection. I've. Of novelty tattoos. I have amassed some forever stupidity <laughs> on my skin. Yeah. It started with one and then it just, yeah. So what's your most prized possession? Now we've got Christian in the oh. studio, social media queen, filming them so you'll be able to look at them later. I'll, s- I'll save my prized one for the very last. I love Which that. was actually the first one. Yeah. But I uh, took part in a, a late night show, my late night show at the Adelaide Fringe for two years called Heckle. Mm. And... Um, the audience members were invited to heckle comics, which oh usually God. we're asking them to not Don't. do that yeah. and sort of turn it into a sport audience versus uh, comics. Some comics liked it, some really didn't. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I loved it. I was dressed as a ref and there was rules. Yeah, um, great. Play the ball, not the player. Nice. Um, no yep. sexism, no racism. And um, best heckle from the season would be tattooed on me live. You g- at the at the end really? of the season, yeah, I really That's committed a big to it. Commitment. Yeah, so the first one, um, first season is this guy here that says "Move on, Bob Dylan." <laughs> Um, Someone called you Bob Dylan. Yeah, because I was dropping cards that. Uh, oh, that's right. And so you held up like, signs like he did in a film clip. Yes. Yeah. And which I thought was a very good reference. You have move on, Bob Dylan. Yes. Tattooed on, forever on your leg. Yes, I do. And um, and then above that, um, <laughs> this one I got at the Edinburgh Fringe in two thousand and seven. Mm-hmm. It said I could have just taken a photo, but I want to remember it. Yeah. Uh, it says gummy bears, dashing and daring, courageous and caring. Oh my God, that is a thing on your body. Yes. Okay. There. All right, I'm going to stop you there because yep. we've had Lois call in. Hello. Louise. Oh, Louise. Oh, hi. I thought your name was Lois, which would be awesome. It's and it's also Harley's name. sister's name. <laughs> What's your novelty tat? Um, I have a tramp stamp of a Playboy bunny. 
Oh. Wow. That's... <laughs> That's a life choice. You did it. I... <laughs> you did it, Louise. How long after you got it did you regret it? Uh, maybe like a year. <laughs> and how long have you had it now? About 10. Well, here, well, the thing is, Louise, you've only got forever to go. <laughs> okay, continue on with okay. the map of your so body. So the next season of Heckle, uh, was this was the best Heckle. Can yeah. I say the word that's written in there? Uh, I, I think I can. Yeah, yeah sure. Uh, so this was uh, at a great comic, Gordon Southern was on stage talking about SBS. Yeah. And someone heckled, is this SBS because there's a dick on stage? Wow. <laughs> and that's the, on your body, the yeah, D word. And the, Only say it once. The tattooist uh, put a typo in accidentally. So it says, is this SBS because there's a... Ah. Oh, my right. God. <laughs> There's a right. spelling a, mistake in your tattoo. Yes, forever. <laughs> and then above that is a dot dash line around my leg. And above it, uh, the dot dash line, it says, do not write below this line. Mm. And below that line in my handwriting, it says, do what I want. <laughs> the original anarchist. And then I suppose we can finish on this one right here, which yeah. is on my left arm. It says, see other arm. <laughs> and on my right arm... <laughs> It says what? <laughs> Before we leave you to head off into Wednesday afternoon morning, um, we like to leave you on a positive note. It's time for M's uninspirational quotes. Yes. Is that a word, uninspirational? It is now. Okay. And I, just re- and I just remembered, Brisbane, I'm opening in you tomorrow night at QPAC, my stand-up show, the Try Hard Tour. Please come. Get amongst it. Yeah. Uh, here's the first one. <clears throat> There's always a sunrise after the sunset because that's how tomorrow works, dickhead. (laughs) It's not just Monday. Your whole life sucks. Yeah. Don't ever try to be something you're not unless you're an actor in that case as you were. Have a great day or don't. No one cares. I feel good. Warm. Me too. Yeah. Guys, thank you so much for letting us be a part of your morning. I want to thank the team, Ben, Max, Caitlin, the guy, and Sarah. I want to thank... That guy is Christian Hull. You can follow him on Twitter now at Christian Hull. Harley Breen. (laughs) We will be back tomorrow. You can podcast the show. Just look it up. Use Google. Don't be lazy. We'll see you soon. Bye.